0: Now as hairdressers and therapists, let alone being a business owner, we can so often become all too focused on caring for our clients, prioritizing other people so much, clients, team, family, friends, and somehow leave ourselves out of the picture. What we need to be doing is treating ourselves like we would treat those other people. In today's episode, I'm chatting with Tracy Manu. Now, Tracy has a coaching business, Bloom, with Tracy Manu, where she helps empower and support female business owners like yourself who want to show up for themselves and in turn for other people. Now, even though it can feel like putting others first is the right thing to do, if you aren't paying yourself enough attention, then you cannot, in fact, show up for others as well. And some tips on prioritizing self-love and self-care. You'll hear a few strategies in helping you deal with team dynamics and other life stresses. Let's meet Tracy. Let's jump straight into my chat with Tracy. Tracy, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Right. Well, let's kick things off by telling us where you are in the world, what do you do, and how did you get to be doing it. Okay, so where I am is I live
1: about 40 minutes when it's good traffic north of Auckland City and um, what I do is I coach in New Zealand, yeah, I um, coach and empower and support women, um, business owners who are wanting to step into who they are more, wanting to show up more, and wanting to feel better about themselves. Um, And I've been doing this for about 10 years and I absolutely love it. Um,
0: Yeah, that's me. Awesome. So the topic we're going to talk about today is self care, and I guess that's right on topic for what you help women do. Um, but before we dive into that, why don't you tell us just very briefly what does a day in the life of Tra- Tracy look like? Mm,
1: absolutely. So it starts with um, hugs, cuddles, love with my husband, um, and then I get up and I meditate or I journal. Um, I have a hot drink. Hubby usually makes it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I might walk the dog if I get time and then I'm either heading off to my clinic in Ponsonby or else I'm coaching online or I'm networking um, and just, yeah, being around um, women who want to make positive change in their lives and the lives around them. Um, I'm, I'm definitely a passionate netball player as well, so I fit that in, into my day a couple of days a week and because um, I'm quite competitive. And, yeah, just, just really love supporting women.
0: So tell us um, how does, you know, what you practice and what you preach, how does that come about in terms of self-care? Because I think certainly as an industry, the hair and beauty industry, um, just the nature of the work, being booked by the hour, standing on our feet, working long hours, late nights and Saturdays, it's something that I think somehow we can lose track of really easily and maybe because we attract the industry attracts people that are born givers you know we like to serve mm. and support and help other people um, often business owners in the hair and beauty space are leave themselves out of the picture somehow yeah, what's your take I, on this
1: i fully agree with you um definitely I see, I've coached hairdressers before and I see it um, that they are really, really busy and they are all about making sure their clients are looked after and sometimes they forget to look after themselves. And so my job would be to get them to be scheduling in time for them. And, you know, that really starts, and I know it's quite a hype word, but it starts with self-love where we feel worthy to take that time for ourselves to set boundaries you know, to treat ourselves like our best friend or like our customers. Um, So, yeah, I would be supporting them to put themselves first, yeah.
0: Easier said than done, right?
1: Yeah, 100%, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) All
0: right, so share some of your wisdom with us. How can we put ourselves first for a change?
1: Yeah, I think, like, the first thing is to think that, and I've seen this over the 10 years with just about every single woman that I have worked with is that the better she feels about herself, the better her life becomes. And so, you know, it can be things like discovering what you believe about yourself, about being successful, about running a business, because if you've got thoughts in your mind that are telling you that you don't deserve it or you're not good enough or you're unsupported or you have to work incredibly hard, you know, These beliefs can actually sabotage our success. So some of the ways that you can um, figure out what your beliefs are and whether they're supporting you or not is to just begin to become aware of the language you're using, the way you talk to people about, about your business, about success, about money, about yourself even. Start to listen to the words you use and notice the thoughts that you think and the feelings you have. Or you could even... Just get a pen and paper and write down, I believe, this is what I believe about, for instance, running a business. And then don't filter it. Just write down everything that you believe about it, everything that comes to your mind. Write it all down and then go back over it and notice what's supporting you, what beliefs and thoughts are supporting you when it comes to your business and which ones aren't, which ones you need to tweak because it's believed that a belief is a thought and a thought can be changed. And so by simply changing the thoughts you're thinking, it can change everything. It's quite a powerful exercise to do.
0: Well, I guess I can see. you know, the hard bit is recognising that what you believe is just a belief and even recognising what you write down on paper that is changeable because yeah. you believe it so deeply, it's your reality. Um, so I wonder if, you know, getting... Um, outside getting somebody else to look at it and challenge you. Yeah. Does it have to be that way? Is that really true? You know, I mean, that's the big part of what I do. However,
1: I do believe that you can start to do that process yourself. Mm. And it's simply looking at those thoughts and thinking, you know, this isn't supporting me. And sometimes sometimes you can't um, change things up really quickly. But what you could do is instead of changing your language to, it's easy to become successful if you're thinking it's really hard it's just this, it would be to say something like i'm willing to make it easier for myself you know so that willing that willingness word is really powerful if it just feels like it's so much of a big leap to go from not believing that you could do it to believing that you can
0: yeah i think that's a really interesting one that you've chosen there that um as an example, because I think somehow we can often find ourselves making really complicated choices. (laughs) And actually, why do we do that? Why do we make such complicated choices and think, is it because we believe things are hard? So they must be complicated. Um, I know for me, I've been on a, you know, a long journey of simplification and, um, only once you start to simplify and cut out the unnecessary that life starts to take off a little bit. That's my experience anyway. Yeah, I can totally relate.
1: Like I I would make things tough and I'd feel really confused and someone pulled me up on it and said, you know, you, you seem to go to the space of feeling confused when you want to make changes in your business or you want to go to the next level and stuff and it doesn't have to be. And so I started to just like look back over how I was operating and realised, yeah, I was. I was making it quite confusing. So, you know, changing beliefs to, you know, it can be simple. I have the answer Um, or I know someone who does. You know, just, yeah, changing things up. Because if it's not working, let's not keep doing
0: it. (laughs) Yes, truth. (laughs) Truth. (laughs) Yeah, okay, cool. All right, so believing that, your beliefs are just thoughts, just beliefs yeah. are tangible.
1: Yeah, and, you know, like, for some people, doing fitness, you know, like taking time to do their fitness or getting fit or, you know, is really important, and they, and they make the time to do that. Um, and it's just as important to make time to work on the mind, you know, um, because it really does have an effect on everything. I I love, I love that quote, you know, what we focus on grows. And so if we're focusing on things that really aren't supporting us we're going to get more of the same what do we want you know gratitude's a great one for that just starting to to feel grateful for what is working rather than focusing on what's not yeah can change our mindset yeah
0: for sure what's something that you do on a regular basis to remind yourself to focus on what's working not what what's not working Yeah.
1: So I um, do gratitude every night and it's really funny because when I first started this exercise, um, I'd be able to find a few things. And now my journal, I don't have enough space in my journal to write all the things I'm grateful for in a day. And it didn't used to be like that. Um, So that's an everyday occurrence for me writing doing my gratitude. Another thing is in the morning, I set an intention. So, and my intention is that I want to feel certain feelings like freedom, adventure deep joy and being on purpose those are things that i really want to feel throughout my day so i write those down every morning and then i think about how and what i'm going to do to feel that way during the day so i'm always checking in or well, not always but you know checking in during the day to see if i'm doing things that make me feel those feelings or whether i've gone off on a tangent and i'm doing stuff i don't need to be doing and i'm trying to please other people so yeah those those two things are non-negotiable for me yeah. If, if you had interviewed me, uh, five days ago, I would have said meditation. I was up to day 70, I think, of consistent meditation and I forgot. Oh. <laughs> I forgot one day. And so, yeah, back to, um, day.
0: One, two, something like that now. Once you've got a, got a, a track record, you definitely don't want to break it. No. I was just thinking, before you said that, I was just thinking, hmm, one of the challenges that I have is remembering the things that I want to do. And, you know, what are some hacks that I've used in the past or that you use to remember the new habits that I want to have in my life? Like I know sometimes setting my alarm, with not just the word alarm, but changing the word to the thing that I want to focus on or I have a notepad next to my bed or post-it notes. Do you know, like, one of my biggest challenges to changing habits or behaviour or focusing on the things I want to do is simply remembering, and there you were, you brought it up yourself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and those are what I've done too, you know, reminders on my um, phone, definitely post-it notes. Used to be lipstick on me, um, the mirror, you know, just, (laughs) just... Anything that would help me to remember, because it does take time to form those new habits.
0: Mm. Yeah. More than 70 days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Good point. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? One thing that really helped me to stick to 70 days was um, no social media until after I had um, done my meditation. Mm -hmm. And um, that was so helpful for me. And then I knew I was going to get a message from someone and I, my mind said, you know, oh, it's quite an important message, just check it. So I messaged, I checked it, messaged back, and then that was it. You know, I'd mm. gone down the track and I was continuing to do it and then the meditation went out the door. So, um, you know, sometimes the mind can tell us things, oh, we better do that now because it's really important. But is it that long-term gain or that short-term fix? And that, yeah. you know, answering that message was a short-term fix for sure. <laughs> yeah. For
0: sure yeah okay great all right a little bit of mind control good tip (laughs) yeah thank you yeah
1: you know another thing is oh sorry yes No. no, please I i was just gonna say another thing is you know the better we feel about ourselves so this is you know i've spoken about the mind and then the body you know doing exercise doing things that you really love and then mind body soul so the soul part is doing those things that make you feel really good so you know, living your purpose. Um, If you know you're really good at welcoming people in and making them feel really safe and comfortable, you know, make sure you're doing that part um, because those things really lift our vibration and have us feeling really good. And like I said before, the the better we feel, the better our life becomes. It's so much easier to, you know, set boundaries, um, have clear communication, ask for what we want, charge what we're worth. It's so easy to do all those sorts of things When we feel good about ourselves. Um, you know, and, and one thing I was thinking earlier is, you know, about communication. It can be really, um, really tough to have those sticky conversations. And so when we feel better about ourselves, we're more able to respond when we get feedback we don't want or when someone isn't doing what we're wanting. It's easier to respond, which comes from love, than react, which comes from fear. So, you know, really really working on looking after yourself. Um, it's just, uh, for me and in my coaching, it's one of the key foundations to everything else happening.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Things like um, when you haven't had quite such a good sleep and then being a little bit snappy. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. I certainly... <laughs> Uh, noticed that even just a week ago things are irritating me today that I'm just so not a thing Mm. and then I realized I'd been up half the night with the kids were sick or something or other and I was like okay actually I just need to own the fact that I'm a little bit tired and irritable today it's actually not about everybody else doing it wrong Um, it's actually me. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) That is such a good point and I use this little tool it's called um, we can either pick up the magnifying glass and then we're looking at what's going on you know in the work environment and we're you know we're expanding what is happening or we can pick up the mirror and go what is this teaching me or what are, what do I need to do so I can look at this in a different perspective So you know we either pick up the magnifying glass or the mirror and quite often it's really good to pick up the mirror first
0: mm.
1: and figure out what we um, can do differently and then come back to the situation from a better space and then look at what's going on in the work environment.
0: Yes, I think that's uh, super smart advice, especially when you're, um, I mean, I know as a salon owner, you're constantly harassed throughout Mm -hmm. the day. (laughs) Um, It might not be, the people might not be meaning to harass you, but it can feel like harassment by the time you've got all the clients to serve, the team that are coming at you asking you this, that, and the other. Um, So that's easy to um, pick up the magnifying glass for sure rather than the I really like that analogy. I think it's great. Brilliant, thank you. Um,
1: and also, I don't know whether you've ever heard of above and below the line.
0: Mm,
1: yep. Yeah. So you know, so that's so powerful. Like taking ownership and being responsible for what's happening, what, the part you're playing in it. Similar thing, rather than going into blame, excuses, and denial, which is below the line. Um, and yeah,
0: talk us through that, Tracy. Like yeah, sure. About, um, above and below, just so we've got context. Yeah, of
1: course. So. Um, So in every moment of every day, we're either above or below the line. And what I mean by that is um, when you're above the line, you are able to take ownership for what is going on or how you're feeling about a situation. So you take ownership, you hold yourself accountable for doing something about how you feel and you're being responsible. Um, So for instance, maybe someone is showing up late to work. I don't know. Yeah. Would that be something that... (laughs) (laughs) So someone is showing up late for work and you want, and you are feeling really frustrated about it and it would be easy to go below the line and blame them and, you know, um, be in denial about how you're feeling and make excuses for how you're feeling, but just really blame them for how, what's going on. When you go above the line, you can take ownership for what you can see. You deal with your own feelings and you take responsibility by having a clear conversation of what you want. And and one way to do that is use the feel, want and willing tool, which is I feel really frustrated at the moment. What I want is for everyone to respect the the rules, whatever you want to call it, the the values we stand by. Um, And what I'm willing to do is if you have any problems, I'm willing to hear what is going on for you and try to help you find a solution. So there's no, there's no blame. And that you've not once said you are doing blah, blah, blah. Hmm. You're, you're owning your own feelings and you're saying what you want. And then you're playing a part by being willing to help in some way as well it's so much more powerful and empowering to do that rather than say you're late again <laughs> and then you know go off on a tangent the other person is switched off and the trust and the connection between the two of you is getting wider and wider so yeah just making it yeah
0: yeah actually and it's bringing people closer into you rather than pushing them away yeah 100 percent. because and you know that's something else I was thinking about like when
1: we push our staff away, when there is unsaid, some people say elephants in the room, you know, when things aren't being dealt with, even though it's not being said, customers feel that. Mm. And, you know, I was thinking about this with, you know, so you're washing someone's hair or you're cutting or you're coloring someone's hair and you're feeling this frustration in you. That client is going to get some of that vibe. There's no doubt about it. So, if you are able to, and this is why self-care is so important, because if you're able to get above the line and take care of the way you're feeling, um, you know that's going to have a ripple effect on how your customers feel, how your business runs. Um, it's kind of like you're this you're this magnet that is rippling out a uh, 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 frequency, and everyone is feeling that. And I think that's why for business owners, it's so important that they take care of themselves because how they feel ripples out into everybody
0: yeah for sure i mean anyone can say that they can walk into a room and feel the tension Mm. in the room so if you're the one that's creating that tension or in the middle of that tension then it's affecting not only the clients but um the team and then we wonder why uh we can't keep a team we have um we have team members that come and go or for a seemingly small incident somebody quits and then you can't make sense and say well why did they quit over such a small thing All they said is they couldn't go home 15 minutes early Mm. Um, and again it's easy to go below the line and say well blame 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 it's all them well actually usually something's been brewing for longer and those ripples as you say um are felt constantly said or unsaid right yeah, definitely. I think, too,
1: as as the salon owner, um, you know, working on your own stuff um, is so important because staff are only going to come to you and talk to you if they feel like they can trust you and that you're not going to react. Um, they're not going to open up fully if, if they can't do that. And so it's really important to, you know, if you don't like, you um, constructive feedback, you know, if you've got a belief around not being good enough or you know, and, and it goes back to childhood you know, when, when we were criticised as a child and then we grew up not wanting criticism so we don't have those conversations that are uncomfortable mm. um, so you know, it's so important to to work on yourself, empower yourself so you feel good, so you can be there for the, for the team
0: mm. Yeah So the moral of the story is go to bed early. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, absolutely. Take good care of yourself.
0: all right what are some things uh, talking about sort of tactical takeaways what are some things that we should be doing to take care of ourselves so we can be better communicators so we can look in the mirror first before the magnifying glass so we can stay above the line like obviously going to bed is one doing exercise is another what are a couple of other things that you know we could choose from to put into our Mm. daily routine so um some affirmations or mantras, some some
1: statements that you want to become. Another thing is you could create your own identity, and this is what I did when I um, started my business. I created this identity was I am the director of a successful coaching company, and I put that suit on every time I walked into a meeting. Um, you know, it, it just became my mantra, and I responded very differently. My body language was different. Um, everything became different from that, living in that space. Um, so, you know, create yourself an identity. That's great self-care. Um, honoring I love your that.
0: Ke- oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wrote that down. I'm like, oh, because I've, I've heard of and I believe in, but I can't say, what well, I have done it several times, but I don't have this currently, is mm. you know the saying, um, be the person you're becoming, you know, the yeah. person that you want to be in the future, be that now. But somehow the way that you said that is write your own identity. That's basically what you're doing and then just be that. Yeah. I don't know. That just clicked for me in that moment. So thank you. I will take that and do that. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah,
1: and and the thing is that you, it's not like you're trying to be someone else. You're actually all of that underneath all the stuff the mind tells us, you know, all that chatter. Underneath that, you are already incredible, intelligent, you know, Whatever you want to be, you're already there. So it's stepping into who you really are, uh, and and owning it. Yeah,
0: yeah, believing that you can be. Yes, yes, absolutely. Or uh, behaving it like being d- doing it, even yeah. if you don't believe it yet. Yeah, definitely. And I would I would ask myself sometimes
1: when I was in sticky situations, I would ask myself, "How would the director of a successful mm. coaching company answer this?" You know, what would she do in this situation? Um, And that became, you know, it started for my business, but it became everywhere in my life because it's all connected, you know. Mm -hmm. Our personal life, our work life, it's all connected. And I want to be assertive and fun and loving and confident in all areas of my life. Business was a great place to practice that
0: yeah for sure we have a little exercise inside of my um freedom and profit program uh called how to become the best boss or being the best boss mm-hmm. and uh, a little exercise of writing down like who do we want to be as a best boss so when our people think of us or leave us even that they look back and remember us as their best boss that they ever had wow. and then That's how the do role. we step up and 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 be that person so again I I guess it's the same kind of Mm. exercise but actually doing it for yourself as a person because I immediately went to well what would a best mum do you know in the Mm, moment yes no screaming at your child actually what the (laughs) what would the best mum in the world do and who what how would she behave under stress or how would she behave in these given moments so yeah I like that I like that a lot brilliant and you know everyone
1: remembers well, most people remember an amazing teacher they had, mm. you know, there's, there's something about them that they remember and, you know, I've got two and they inspired me so much and they still do. And it's like, I think that about being a coach, um, you know, I want to be that coach that people see and they're like, wow, I remember her, you know, I remember how she helped me do this. And you just want to be the best version. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. I love it. Yeah. Cool. So what was your question? Um, more self care, wasn't it?
0: more self-care rituals yeah so I think um, that's like I think that like doing that and living that is a pretty mm, pretty full-on self-care ritual that's awesome but yes if you've got a couple more please don't let me interrupt
1: (laughs) I, I was thinking yeah it is because in that in that stepping up and being who you need to be is It's kind of like the umbrella for everything, isn't it? It's like, okay, well, if I'm going to step up, I need to exercise. I need to look after my mind. I need to eat really well and listen to my body and honor how I'm feeling. That's something too, you know, I think um, that the the positive kind of and mindset stuff that came along, it was like change your thoughts and you can change everything, but there's a step behind that and that is acknowledge how you're feeling because Mm -hmm. if you're putting on all the positive affirmations but beneath that – you're actually not feeling like that at all. I know just fake it till you make it, but it's it's really important to acknowledge what's actually going on. I fe- I'm i feeling really frustrated or I'm feeling really angry and then do something about it and then start those mantras or affirmations so that you build yourself up.
0: Yeah, yeah. and and do them over time, like yeah. 30, 70 days. Yeah. I know a really great exercise that I did. I had... Um, I found a podcast of affirmations and under some advice, um, my coach at the time said to me, listen to this every day for 30 days Mm -hmm. um, and it will change your life. And I thought, oh yeah, well, you know, I've got nothing to lose. So I absolutely did. But, you know, it absolutely helped me transform some beliefs that uh, it's kind of like reinstalling a new, um, program you know or an update a brain update That is so cool yeah it really downloaded some new thought patterns and that stuck and i think too often we think oh we'll listen to something and we just listen to it once or i learn something and we just learn it once but it's actually in the repetition 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 that new thoughts or new behaviors or new habits are installed right yeah,
1: I fully agree. Consistency is key. Um, I remember, you know, just thinking about, if, if you think about neuropathways, they're the automatic way that you react to something and to create a new neuropathway and change the way you're doing things. You've got to do that consistently until there's like a, a worn um, I'm, just, I'm imagining sand on a beach, you know, and a ball rolls down the same avenue each time. And then it's, and then it goes down another one. And you keep doing that new pattern and that little groove gets deeper and deeper until it's just an automatic response that you handle things differently than you used to. But consistency is definitely so important. And I noticed it with the meditation. You know, I did it for 70 days. And when I stopped, it was really hard to get that motivation back up um A good business coach that I know, she says it's like a hula hoop. So, you you know, you've got that flow going and then it drops and then it takes a bit of momentum to get it going again. And I definitely found that with the, um, the meditation. So, you just keep doing something if it's working.
0: <laughs> yeah. And this just comes to my mind, and I've got to say this to the salad owners that are listening, is that same – um Just what we were talking about, repetition, repetition, repetition for us to change behaviors for ourselves, but also our team need that from us if we want them to make changes in their behavior, in the way that they deliver service, in the way that they do anything in the salon. Too often we say to our team, now we're going to do it like this, and then we tell them once and we move on and we never ever go back there. We really need to become professional repeaters if we want to make change in in our business. I know that's completely off topic from self-care, but it's the same principle, right? We need to have consistency and repetition um, for new behavior and and habits. Absolutely, 100%. Mm. All right. Um, We've gone all sorts of places today, but (laughs) you are a business owner. You own your own business. What's a mantra or a quote or something that you live by um, that keeps you going that you can share with us?
1: Yeah, it relates to what you've just said. So my um, mantra is be the change you wish to see in the world. Hmm. And so, um, you know, if I want to see people, like for for instance, if I want to see my clients um, communicate clearly, I've got to communicate clearly. If I want to see them set really good boundaries with their partners, with their work colleagues, I need to show them how to set really clear boundaries. And I think it's the same within a salon. You know, if if you wanna see your staff um, communicate really clearly, make sure you're communicating really clearly with them. Um, I just, I live by this, I, it has been a big changer for me. I can't expect anyone to do something if I'm not willing, and I'm asking them to do it if I'm not willing to do it myself.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it reminds me of I guess it's a saying, but it's also a song um, Mm. that's out at the moment and um, Kiwi slash Australian, Stan Walker, but it's just on the radio a lot at the moment. How can I change the world if I can't change myself? Yeah. It really resonated with me and it's like, yeah, how am I supposed to change whatever world you're trying to change, your salon world, your home world, your whatever world, if you're not prepared to make the change, do you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, Yeah, Oh, I must look up that song. Oh, <laughs> Sounds like a, a good song. Name. Super catchy, um, real Kiwiana come Australian, because I think he was born in New Zealand, but mm. Australia now. So, yeah, it's it's great. And it reminds me of bit that Michael Jackson has a song to the same sort of theme yeah. changing the world, but it's same, same, but different. Anywho, we digress. Um, yeah. Okay, what is a book, uh, a podcast, uh, a webinar, or some type of resource that you've... Uh, indulged in recently that you think all salon owners should get their hands on?
1: Sure. So um, there's a podcast. It's on Oprah's Super Soul Conversations with Brene Brown, um, and it's called The Anatomy of Trust. Hmm. It is such a goodie. And I, even though it's like, oh, it doesn't sound businessy, it, trust is just so important in every single relationship. And um, so go and listen to it. I am sure that everyone will get real gems out of it. Um, yeah, it's a goodie. And also um, Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life. It's such a goodie and it has so many fantastic, positive affirmations in there that can help you change your mindset. Um, you know, and, and she, I, I, I don't know whether you know of Louise Hay? Oh, I do. Oh, yeah, great. So, so I went and saw her um, speak in Melbourne quite a few years back and one thing that she said that really stood out to me was, um, she helped people with their problems and they had some success. When she helped them love themselves, their problems faded away. And I, I just really love that. Like we don't have as many problems when we feel good about ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So yeah. And that yeah, that book's a goodie. I've had it for years and yeah, always going back to it.
0: All right. I shall make sure the links to both of those are in the show notes of this episode on the website dubdubdub dot collective. So Fantastic. Thank you so much uh, for sharing your wisdom and giving us some self-reflection around self-care and, and how we can change the world. So where can people find you? What's your dub dub in your socials? Okay, so um, blossom.net.nz is my website. And Facebook
1: and Instagram, I'm Blossom with Tracy Manu. And yeah, I'd love
0: to see you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Okay, that's a wrap. Thanks so much, Tracy, again for joining me today. I certainly left feeling inspired to really incorporate some of your tips into my own daily routine. So I'd love to know what tips. Are you going to start implementing into your everyday life as a result of li- listening to the podcast? So send me uh, a message, uh, send me an email. Smoke signals. You can find me on the socials. I would love to know because I know that self love and self care can all feel a bit awkward and um, it's an awkward topic to talk about and really hone in on. But I think you know it's so obvious from listening to Tracy today why these things are so important. So come over and join me in the Salon Owners Collective Facebook group. Actually, that's a good place to come and tell me what you're going to start implementing. I would really love to hear. So thanks, Tracy, for joining me. And OMG, I'm so excited because actually this week, the Salon Owners Collective just celebrated its third birthday I know. So the last three years have certainly been such a journey. And no matter whether you've just joined us here at Salon Owners Collective, just joined on the podcast, or whether you've been on this journey with me since the beginning, I am oh so grateful to you. These podcasts are such an integral part of what the Salon Owners Collective is and what we do and what we truly um, think and believe and talk about. And we wouldn't have gone Gotten as far as we have, or grown as quickly as we have, and expanded out to sell on bot and the like without people like you listening, tuning in, and connecting with me. So, I really do appreciate your presence. So, far and near, old and new, thank you so much for your support. And I really look forward to connecting with you next week on the podcast. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Tune in each week as we reveal the latest insight and advice on what it takes to make your salon a success today. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or visit us online at salonownerscollective.com for answers to your common questions, to follow Larissa and much more. Thanks for listening. See you next time.